Talk, talking crime, cases, and backing the blue. Now, here are your hosts, Ed Mamet and Kevin Schroeder. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cop Talk. My name is Kevin Schroeder, retired MIPD detective, and I'm here with my co-host, Captain Ed Mamet. Hello, WABC listeners. Nice to be with you again. Today, we're honored to have a special guest, Chief Kevin Schneider, uh, 43 years on the police department in Newark, New Jersey. Chief, say hello. Hello, everybody out there. And Kev and uh, Ed, I want to thank you for having me on uh, this broadcast. And I want to you know, thank WABC. I've been listening to WABC since the 1960s. Great radio station, John Casamatini. I'm glad he bought it and uh, brought it back to life. And I'm um, honored to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kevin. 43 years, Kevin, of the Newark Police Department. That is some career. Congratulations on your recent retirement. Uh, which I believe was about a week ago, after 43 years. So tell me, tell me about your career. I mean, you went up the rank from police officer to chief. Actually, you grew up in Newark, New Jersey, correct? That's correct. Uh, I just want to say I'd still be there. I turned 65, so I did have to retire. I had 43 great years. So 65 is the age limit in yes. Newark, New Jersey. In New York City, police department is 63. You're 65. Right, 65. So that's uh, pretty lenient. Uh, the federal uh, law enforcement, I think, is 57. State police is 55. So uh, Newark is generous. Uh, I mean, uh, New Jersey is ge- generous with uh, 65. So uh, I, uh, what you call, uh, aged out and I uh, retired and I had 43 great Great years and um, looking forward to uh, retirement. The state police is still 55? I believe it is. Right. I believe it is. It was it's like that 50s. like 35 years ago when I lectured them down at Seagirt. Yeah, it I believe 55. it's still 55. So, Kevin, I've known you over 25 years personally, and I've always knew you as a chief. I mean, were you ever a police officer? I mean, tell me well, about your career. How you well, started. I'm, I'm, I'm actually a deputy chief. I've been acting chief several times when the uh, uh, chiefs uh, are on leave or vacation. Um, I'm a deputy chief now, but I came on in 1980. I was uh, one year on in East Orange. Police department, great police department. Uh, what wouldn't happen back then? It was a civil service. I took the civil service test, and uh, my uh, desire was to be on Newark Police. I was born in Newark, raised in Newark, and I wanted to be a Newark uh, police officer. So, but when we took the test, uh, there was a, a block you can uh, check off, and if you were considering employment with East Orange, so I did. And East Orange called me first, and I spent about a year and three months on East Orange. And in 1981, June of 81, I went on Newark Police. Police Department. 43 years on, and I've been, almost half of it, I've been a deputy chief. I made deputy chief in 2003, so that's about 20 years deputy chief. And you were chief of detectives, and what else were you chief of? My last uh, position, I was uh, in charge of detective bureau, so I was referred to chief of detectives. I was in charge of uh, professional standards, uh, uh, third precinct, gang and narcotics. Uh, I've been in several different positions, and um, all were good, all were learning experience. And uh, I did uh, finish as chief of detectives. I was chief of detectives probably uh, three times under uh, three different directors. You also attended Fairleigh Dickinson University, correct? Yes, that's uh, you know, one thing I'd like to talk about is they have a Fairleigh Dickinson has a great program for um, law enforcement personnel and military personnel. Their tuition's half price, and I took advantage of that. And they have uh, very convenient uh, class hours to accommodate the schedules of uh, police officers and the first responders, firefighters, OEM, and it's a great program. And it's a uh, it's a good idea for young officers to take advantage, or any officer to take advantage and uh, get their uh, bachelor's degree. They can. Eat. I went and got a master's out of uh, Fairleigh Dickinson University, and then, uh, I went on to Seton Hall University and got an 
uh, education specialist degree. So I took advantage of uh, that. Seton Hall had a similar program for uh, law enforcement and military, and I'd strongly encourage that to continue your education. So, Kevin, your last uh, one of your last acts, or I should say a, a job you responded to with two cops shot at. Thankfully, nobody was hit. Can you tell us a little bit about that, one of your last uh, appearances uh, before you retired in regards to responding to a uh, crime scene? Well, yeah, that that was um, a recent uh, shooting. Uh, our vice detectives were out there um, working uh, in the uh, third precinct area, and uh, there's problems out there with uh, stolen cars. And um, they observed uh, a team of, uh, I believe, two juveniles and one male going, uh, looking into cars, acting suspicious. They confronted them and uh, they were fired upon. Thank God nobody was uh, hit on that. Nobody was shot. And uh, there were arrests made and a gun was recovered. But it just shows you, you know, the daily uh, things that the officers have to uh, be concerned with. It's something, uh, you know, you always have to put in the back of your mind and uh, be careful. Our officers acted uh, great. Um, Nobody was uh, shot at. Uh, in return, fire. They uh, put the, an end to the situation very quickly and made the arrest, and thank God nobody was hurt. Uh, Chief, Newark has had its share of disorder and protest. I can remember back in the 60s, uh, there were riots there, and the National Guard was called in. Uh, and recently, you've had your share of uh, protest, uh, but there were no injuries to your cops. Can you talk about that? Well, yes, uh you know, the year 2020 to uh, present, uh, we, we experienced COVID. We experienced a lot of uh, things going on uh, nationwide. After George Floyd, there was uh, protest and you could rioting, social unrest throughout the country. Now, we had our share of protesters come in. I believe we had over 10 uh, large protests. But, um, you know, with the thank the men and women of the Newark Police Department, the backing of the mayor and the community, not one protester was arrested, not one uh, officer was injured, and everything went pretty smooth. Uh, and I got to say, it was, uh, you know, you don't know what's going to occur, but uh, especially when you see throughout the nation, there was uh, rioting, looting, burning, and none of that occurred in our city. And uh, we had a handle on it, I believe, because of intelligence. You know what crowds are coming, what uh, uh, organizations are going to be coming, and you prepare for it. And uh, we've always had 100, uh, I should say 200 percent support from uh, Mayor Ross Baraka. And he was always out there, always gave us what we needed. We were always ready for the protesters. And it was an orderly protest we had in Newark. And uh, it turned out to be a good experience instead of a bad experience, which a lot of uh, locations throughout the nation did experience uh, negative. Were uh, you coordinating with the New York City Police Department that had a major share of the problem? Well, yeah, we are, you know, in contact with New York City and um, uh, we didn't have them in uh, our city during our protest, but we our intelligence uh, certainly watched what was going on in New York, and um, we were aware of, uh, could be the same groups coming into Newark, but we were very fortunate we had no injuries, and uh, no no arrest, no officers injured, no protesters injured, everything was pretty orderly for the most part. Well, another tribute to your leadership was the uh, your homicides uh, down a 60-year low, I understand. According to the figures I have here, you had um, 35, uh, 15% uh, a reduction over the past year. Shootings are down 35%. Rapes down 12%. Aggravated assaults down 9%. Can you tell us how you accomplished that? Yes, I'd like to say I accomplished it, but uh, I did not. It's, it had really very little to do with me. It had to uh, do with a great police department, great leadership. We have a great director, Fritz Ferger, a great chief, Manuel Miranda. Uh, I was uh, just part of their team, and I was very proud to be part of their team. And we had great directors in the past, Anthony Ambrose, Brian O'Hara, the director of Santiago, 
just to name a few. I know I miss some, but uh, I was part of the team. What was very successful in the year 2022? Uh, why? Most major cities in the country were going up in homicides and shootings. Ours was coming down. Our shootings were down in 2022, 33%, which was very considerable. And our homicides were down an all-time low since 1961. I think we uh, experienced under 50 homicides, UCR homicides. And we had an excellent closeout rate because of our detective bureau and um, great investigators we have, our homicide squad, which we liaison with Essex County Prosecutor's Office. We have a great prosecutor there, Theodore Stevens. And... Um, you know, we work hand in hand, and it was a combination, I would say, of, of all law enforcement, Newark PD, Essex County prosecutors. Uh, we have a liaison team. We work hand in hand with the federal marshals, uh, FBI, uh, federal agencies, and uh, it's everybody chipping in and reducing crime. And we have great men and women and police officers, and we have a thousand percent support from the mayor and the community. So it all works. It's, uh, it's all one big uh, unit against fighting crime, and it, and it seems to be working in our city very well. Uh, we couldn't do it without the support of all those parties, I said. Perhaps you could give some advice to the New York City Police Department. What's interesting is uh, the department here in New York touts the fact that the homicides and shootings are down, but they are really not the true measure of crime. Every other crime uh, is, is up. The public really is concerned about their cars being stolen, burglaries, robberies on the street. They're not so much concerned about gang shootings because they don't occur in those neighborhoods. They occur in certain areas of the city of New York. And um, what's more disturbing uh, are the other seven, are the other six index crimes. As for those in the audience that don't know, know what the index crimes are, the FBI measures crime according to seven major categories. Homicide is only one of them. So what you've done is pretty interesting. Maybe you can give some lessons to the New York City Police Department of how to reduce overall crime in all major categories. Well, again, thank you. You're referring to what I've done. It's actually a team effort. I'm just part of the team and uh, very proud to be there, part of that team. But uh, we have uh, our ComStat meetings every week and just more than ComStat. But we, we don't only concentrate on homicides, shootings. I mean, that's our one of our top priorities, but we concentrate on every index crime, as you would say, auto thefts, we concentrate robberies, rapes, and we have each section uh, handling them and all the, obviously, a patrol division. And we're down on just about every one of them. Again, 2022, we had a good year. 2021, 20, we were going down. And when everybody was going up and, uh, you know, we just maintain constant um, presence, constant intelligence on, on all aspects of crime, not just homicides and shootings. But that's our, obviously our major concern, violence crimes. But we do have a, an issue with auto thefts and we do try to keep a lid on that. We have, uh, you know, uh, auto investigations uh, or auto squad and uh, constantly we're trying to uh, curb tail uh, stolen autos. Well, your mayor is taking credit for, uh, I guess, what we would call Comstat. He uh, says that he uh, identifies hotspots and addresses that, but it's not really him. It's the police department that's doing it. But I assume you have good support from the mayor. Well, we have, uh, again, tremendous support from the mayor. And he really steers the ship, you know, and he puts uh, excellent people and he put an excellent director in uh, this time, an excellent chief, and he's had excellent people in the past uh, leading the department. And um, again, he steers the ship and uh, he's very concerned with crime. And we do uh, concentrate on our hot spots. We put, you know, it's almost called cops on the uh, dots. We put the police officers where they're needed and we constantly monitor uh crime, the trends, and we're not only where they're needed, but when they're needed, the time that these uh, offenses are occurring. And we're, uh, we've been pretty successful at it. Uh, I want to ask you, as you know, stop question and frisk is a national policy that's upheld by the United States Supreme Court. Have you had a problem with that like New York has had? 
because it is a valuable tool for police officers as long as it's not abused and overused. Well, I've been a police officer 43 years, and uh, the men and women of Newark Police Department, I've never seen them run up to anybody and uh, bother somebody or detain them for no legitimate purpose. Uh, I think that this, you know, uh, you need reasonable suspicion to stop somebody. And we've always uh, had reasonable suspicion. And that's what I, the, the, the Newark Police Department, I've never seen anything other than people being stopped without reasonable suspicion. However, we did have an issue with it. Uh, because I believe our documentation wasn't done uh, as well as it should have been done. In other words, when you stop somebody, you'd have reasonable suspicion, which is a reason why you would stop. Uh, and later on, you would do a report of that. We used to call them field interrogations. And you would indicate your reason. A lot of this, they're so active in Newark. These officers are so active. They do a great job. And uh, they would omit certain things. And um, uh, we were sued because of field interrogations not being up to par. I would I would agree that we needed more work on documenting this, and we came under consent decree. Uh, the consent decree was lasted for over five years. Uh, we had it's a federal board overseeing the Newark Police Department. I don't see anything negative about that. They gave us some good ideas. They monitor us. We've been coming out with uh, great success with the consent decree, and I think uh, probably within a year we'll be uh, we will not have that. New York City referred to it as stop and frisk. We just didn't run up to people and frisk them. We've always had a reason. You know, you do a surveillance, you see open air narcotic activity, and you would do a proper police procedure. However, it should, it should have been documented with the field interrogations, more documentation. Chief, can you tell us about the Office of Violence Prevention and Trauma Recovery? What's that all about? Yes. That was uh, Mayor Ross Baraka's idea when most departments were uh, across the nation cutting uh, the budget, the police budget and manpower. Mayor Baraka actually uh, initiated the Office of Violence Prevention. It's a great tool for fighting crime in the city, and it, and it supplements the police department. We work hand in hand. We were prior to that, the police officers were doing the job what uh, these professionals are doing now. So we have professionals in there, professional psychologists, uh, social workers who actually address the crime after and before it happens. Uh, let's just say if there's a traumatic situation, uh, we'll call them. They'll get involved with the family, with the victims, and uh, they'll do a, a great social uh, service or what needs to be done. Uh, prior to that, it was lacking or it would be up to the police department's uh, responsibility. Uh, but we are experts in crime fighting, and now we have the experts in the social services. Working, It's working well. We supplement each other. Chief, how many uh, police officers does Newark Police Department have? Well, it varies, but I'm going to say approximately 1,000 now. Uh, in my day, uh, years ago, we had up to 1,700. So now it happens when, you know, everybody hits 25 years, people retire. I'm the only uh, guy who stays on after that. I'm joking. But um, uh, there's a lot of retirements and we have to supplement those uh, with new recruits coming on. And Mayor Brock, again, a, a great supporter of the police department. He's hiring as much as he can. And uh, we're putting them in, but people are retiring and we have about a thousand now. But uh, it's great to see more and more come on. So do you have a problem recruit with recruitment and retention? I know not retaining yourself because you've been here 43 years, yeah. but I mean, with the, uh, you know, the uh, recruits today? Well, it seems like uh, young people uh, are interested in different fields, but I would strongly say, come on to the police department. It's, uh, you know, again, civil service department, and it's great opportunity. With Newark, you can go up uh, the ladder or sideways, and um, it has a lot of opportunities. It takes care, you know, it's it's lucrative. Uh, you're making a decent salary coming on, and uh, you can go up the ladder making a 
you know, more more money, obviously, you know, the more you go up the ladder. There's also outside employment we have, which is lucrative to uh, supplement, you know, young officers or raising families. They can do outside employment. And so it's, it's a great opportunity for young people to come on. And I would encourage it to come on. It's just, I think uh, socially uh, and throughout the nation, there's been uh, negativity about uh, being a police officer. And I hope uh, to dispel that. It's a great career. And uh, I would encourage young people to come on. Well, that's what the purpose of these podcasts is to to bolster the police image. That's why we're doing this. Right. And, then, you know, one thing with this, somebody is interested in coming on a police department, I would say that they should be st- uh, in shape. They should start running, start working out so that they can pass the physical. That, uh, unfortunately, some people do come on and they're not used to doing uh, push-ups or running and then they uh, could wash out, which is unfortunate. Kevin, tell us about your workout. I understand you work out, uh, you have some uh, intense workout that you, uh, you know, perform yourself. Tell us about that. Well, yeah, I do have a, a bit of a, I, I work out daily. I remember here in Clint Eastwood once, uh, they asked him how he stays in shape. He says, just do something every day. And that's what I try to do. Um, and I don't have a lot of time because I did work part-time. I also work for St. Barnabas Medical Center, a great hospital uh, healthcare system in New Jersey. Cooperman Barnabas, uh, I'll give that a little plug, healthcare. And um, a great, great hospital. And they have uh, hospitals throughout uh, New Jersey. But I work for them also, and I didn't have a lot of time. So I uh, got into stair running, and uh, I wanted to Hence, hard workouts with a short period of time. Then to make it a little harder, I put a vest on, make it a little harder. Or as I graduate, I've been doing probably 20, 25 years. I put an 80 pound heavy bag on and sometimes a vest on that, run 23 flights up and down, up and down at least twice. And uh, parking garages, anything that goes up, hills. And uh, I try to do it sometimes three times a week. If but, it doesn't kill you, it's good for you. But you took the elevator up here. I did take the elevator up. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, I'm surprised he didn't uh, run up here with 100-pound weights on his back because when I first met you, I think you ran past me with a 100-pound vest on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've got the uh, 40-pound vest, but sometimes I double them up. Kevin, what can uh, other police departments uh, in the uh, U.S. basically learn from your success, Newark success, you know, from Newark Police Department with crime? Well, to be successful, you, the police, again, it's a, a slogan what's overused, can't do it alone. But you need the cooperation of the mayor, and the, which is what we have. We have, a, again, tremendous cooperation from the mayor. His, uh, one of his top priorities is uh, keeping crime down. And uh, then you have to have a good morale in the police department that the police officers want to do the job, that they feel they're supported. I know in New York City, there's some issues with that because, of, you know, it seems like the police officers' hands are, are tied a little too much in uh, New York City. Uh, in New Jersey, we don't have as much uh, confines as the NYPD does, but you have to keep the morale very high, at a high level for the men and women of the police department to do an excellent job. And I say in Newark, they, they absolutely do. They don't uh, relax. In other words, they're, they're very active police officers. We recover, uh, I'd say, at least two guns a, a day. And thank God there's no unfortunate incidents, what you hear nationwide. So they're very, very professional in how they uh, do their uh, crime fighting. And I believe that the men and women of the police department do feel that the mayor has their back, the chief and director, the, the command staff has their back, and they do an excellent job. You also need the community on your side. Without the community on your side, you're going to, you know, you're not going to be as successful. And I think that's why we were so successful with the protests that come in. The community was on our side, the side of law enforcement. They didn't want outside agitators coming in. And um, 
ruining any of their city or causing disruption in their city. So they're on our side. We're on their side. It all works as one. And also you need good prosecution. Again, I mentioned uh, Prosecutor Stevens, great guy, and and he is very uh, concerned with uh, full prosecutions and making these people realize that if they commit a crime in Newark, they're going to be held accountable. And also, I'd just like to say one other thing. I I didn't mention we were talking about homicides. Our our homicide squad has an 84%, maybe it's higher, uh, closeout rate, which and our uh, uh, shooting has almost 70% closeout rate. So we're closing out these jobs too. So if you do crime in Newark, you're going to be caught and held accountable. Also, uh, I mentioned that we need the assistance of the prosecutors. They're right on board. They do great prosecutions. We work hand in hand with them. And we do have a liaison team where we do use federal agencies, the FBI, the federal marshals, ATF, DEA, New Jersey State Police. We work hand in hand with the state police. As a matter of fact, uh, Director Fritz Verger, uh was a high ranking state trooper and he uh, retired, came on our, our uh, side. He worked with Newark, uh, with our real time crime center. That's an intelligence unit we have with all outside agencies in there. And he was in charge of it. And when he retired from state police, he came on Newark doing an excellent job. And we're still uh, keeping crime down. So you need all your partners to make one unit and to fight crime. And in Newark, I say we have it all. We have we have that. And that's what makes us so successful. Other uh, departments throughout the country, I would say that they need those things. If they're lacking in one, they're not going to be as successful as we have been. You know, Kevin, my uh, personal experience with the Newark Police Department was 2001, May of 2001. I was with the Midtown North Detective Squad and we caught a homicide known as the Carnegie Deli Homicide. Yes. And so we wound up going out to Newark, New Jersey. I was part of a team with homicide guys to go out to Newark, New Jersey and conduct and execute probably about 15 search warrants. The Newark Police Department was very helpful. And as I was visiting some of their commands, some of their precincts, I couldn't believe, I mean, how busy they were out there. I mean, they're helping us with our homicide here in New York and they're running out of their own homicide. I mean, they were really, really helpful. Everyone was great. A lot of hardworking police officers in Newark, New Jersey. But that was my experience. I never forget 2001 before 9-11. It was May of 2001, a uh, five people shot above the Carnegie Deli. Right. Homicide. I remember that job. Really had nothing to do with the Carnegie Deli, but they named it the Carnegie sure. Deli homicide. So, right. But uh, those guys out there were great. Right. Know? And I got I to say that, uh, you know, our... Uh, Emergency service unit or SWAT team, uh, they do a fabulous job. We do, they've been averaging one search warrant a day, I would say, and they work hand in hand with our intelligence squad. And when we know that we're going after uh, violent criminals, we take our SWAT team and it it works uh, pretty smooth where uh, no, there's no injuries to the actor or the police officers. So we do that day in and day out. And it amazes me how good, uh, you know, these people work, especially in Comstat when I see everybody has all the answers and uh, it works like a well-oiled machine. Speaking around Newark again, Prudential Center. Do you guys play a part in that in regards to security for the Prudential Center when they have uh, events there, like say hockey games or concerts? Uh, what is the part of the Newark Police Department when it comes to the Prudential Center? Yes, we have uh, our metro unit, what covers that area. And it's uh, since uh, the Prudential Center, Center was built, it's been basically, uh, I'm not going to say crime free, but uh, you know, there's been no major incidents of anybody, any spectators coming in. They're safe. We have our uh, Metro unit, uh, Captain Tommy Rowe, uh, he does an excellent job. And um, we make sure that the people coming in and leaving are safe. The whole general area is safe. And uh, it's our Metro division. They do an excellent job. 
in that area so people can feel safe coming in and out. There's been no no incidents of uh, anybody uh, being disturbed or what have you. Everything is works good. Plenty of parking by the area. You can take the train in however you want to come in. But there's been no incidents of any negative things. And uh, we've had some great concerts there. And it, the place is always packed. And uh, our Metro Division does an excellent job. They actually do. I've been to many events out there. And the Newark Police Department, really, the flow of traffic, the, the crowd control, it's really awesome. They do a great job out there. Yeah. Kevin, I was at your uh, walkout about a week ago, and uh, it was a really great turnout, rightfully so. With that said, uh, what are your future plans um, in regards to coming back? Are you going to, at any capacity, will you be coming back to the Newark Police Department or working for the city at any level, besides maybe running for mayor soon? Uh, well, <clears throat> I'm not going to run for mayor, but, uh, you know, we have an excellent mayor now, as I said. But, um, you know, to walk out, I tell you, I appreciate you coming, Kev, and it was pretty spectacular. I was uh, so glad I did it. I was kind of just thinking of just leaving out the back door and saying goodbye to everybody. And uh, But the, the walkout was spectacular. I want to thank the uh, director in chief for uh, really making that possible. My cousin, Johnny Cuff, and also a good buddy, Ricky Carroll, uh, who you know, and we uh, had the uh, Forest Hill Country Club afterwards. It was just All a fab fabulous day, fabulous day. Uh, I retired 43 years, and I may, may be coming back uh, in some civilian capacity to uh, public safety. Be my honor. And uh, again, if I could still be there, I would. I know you would, and you still are there. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for appearing. It was great. And again, I think you could teach the New York City Police Department a few things. <laughs> Even though you're a smaller agency, you're a microcosm of New York, but you had some very good ideas. Well, thank you very much. It's been my honor for uh, coming here. And really, uh, WABC is a uh, historic uh, radio station. And again, I remember it from the 60s and, you know, really appreciate the opportunity to be here. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Chief Kevin Schneider, for being on an episode of Cop Talk. Thank you so much. Be safe out there. Hope to see you real soon, Kevin. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And if you like what you hear today, please subscribe to Cop Talk. Thank you. Be safe out there.